En vivo y a todo color. Look at that. Look at that shit. You hear that? That's my co-host sitting right next to me. Wow. I can't believe we're doing this, huh? And you t- hey, we, we told the listeners it was going to happen. It is happening, and uh, this weather cannot be any better for another episode. I forgot to check what episode we're on. 3-9. Is it 3-9? It is 3-9. Holy shit. Thank you. 0-3-9. I was uh, I was not ready for that. I just thought about that as soon as we went uh, live. <laughs> so uh, I have uh, Mr. Javier sitting next to me, and uh, we are in the uh, the Cacalax, as we as we kindly say it. In the studio. In the in the studio. In the studio. In the studio. And uh, a very eventful weekend. We murfed. We came. We saw. We murfed. We murfed. <laughs> Hashtag murfed. <laughs> I am murfed by now. So what did you think of your first murph? It was interesting. It was tiring. And I will do it again in a second. It was, uh, I think it was the company, though. I think it was the company. It was definitely great company. Yeah, it was, uh, we have 40,000 people show up. And then only three of us survive at the end of the night. <laughs> I tell you that. Well, the other one's not going to listen to this anyway. So I mean, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> What's, I mean, think about it. We, there was big plans, and uh, I'm glad that it. I'm honestly glad that the four of us got to do it because uh, it was a cool experience. But also, I'm glad that the three of us were the last one standing too, which I kind of knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And when we tell stories about what went on yesterday, if you're a listener, you, you better comment tonight because there's a lot of funny moments from yesterday. It was, uh, <laughs> it was classic to say the least. So uh, the the we had uh, uh, twelve to fourteen people RSVP, and uh, seven backed out at uh, pretty much the last moment. And uh, we do have a guest in studio tonight. Yes, it's the first lady. The first lady. The first lady of uh, well, maybe the second lady, but the first first lady that has been on the the show. Actually, you are the first lady that's been she on the is show. The first lady. You are the first lady. Yeah. First lady of my household, my lovely wife, Maria. Would you say hello to our lovely listeners? Hello. How did you uh, think the Murph went? This is your first year doing it and uh, your fifth year watching it. It was better than I expected. It was fun. I've always wanted to do it, but circumstances, lots of babies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was fun. I can't wait to do it again. She did awesome. She did really good. She did yeah, amazing. She, not only she finished, she was kicking some ass. You 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 technically won. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. did. Yes, right. Well, right. we we can't allow uh, uh, Mr. Weeks to go around parading. <laughs> he is the winner, as, it, it, he, as he told RD and everybody else today. It, it's almost like when you play golf with a bad golfer, and they tell you that they shot ten shots less than what they really shoot. 
And I have a good uh, story. You you know Dave Wagner? Mm-hmm. Used to be with Nutrix. Yep. So a few years back, we used to golf quite a bit. And uh, if you don't know golf, you know, you every time that you uh, hit the ball, you know, you should hit it straight, but most of us don't hit it straight. It goes into the bushes. So what a lot of cheaters do is that they carry two or three balls in their pockets. And if they can find the ball, they wait for you to not be looking, and they just drop it and say, hey, I found it. So they don't lose two shots, right? So Dave Wagner is well known for doing that. So I think Justin Weeks is in that category after the Murph yesterday. Oh, no, you didn't say that. Yes. He is. He did uh, good. He did good. He did good. Mega props. Everybody, you know, everybody that came out, just so uh, everybody listening, the Murph uh, is an annual event that we have. Uh, Well, it's now literally a worldwide Worldwide. event uh, that raises money for the Michael Murphy Scholarship Foundation. Uh, the workout itself is a mile run. It is a hundred pull-ups, two hundred push-ups, and three hundred air squats, and then another mile run, all done in uh, twenty pounds or so of body armor or weighted vest. So we started yesterday uh, about nine fifty after we figured out what the uh, competitor list was going to be like, and uh, had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Had a blast, and then uh, afterwards, uh, probably had uh, twenty or so people show up, and uh, continue to uh, have fun the rest of the day. Pool time. Yep. I will not say that uh, any alcoholic beverages were consumed. Um, aminos. aminos. Not before. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one or two. Yes. As, as uh, nature's painkiller. And then uh, we have uh, uh, Mr. Lobster Man, as we saw him this morning. Yep, Mr. Dax Joyner. Oh, my God. And the one thing that we learned from this is always use sunscreen. Even if you wear a sweater in the pool, wear sunscreen. <laughs> when we saw it, we so the funny part is that we show up for breakfast, and uh, his Jeep was there, but we went inside the, the, the world-famous Waffle House. Waffle Hoos. Waffle Hoos. French. It's French, that's right. And Dax is not there, and all of a sudden there comes mm-hmm. Dax, and I couldn't recognize him at the beginning because he looked like a tomato. He, his yeah, face. that was the best way to to describe it. Oh my God, and he he was in pain. He was in, he, he looked was in a lot of pain. I checked on him this afternoon. He uh, he, he literally uh, he did not leave his bed. Mm, interesting. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I predicted that he had some poisoning. Uh, he was literally as red as that chair right there, or that uh, that table. That was bad. Yeah. But all in all, a, a great time. It, it was a great time, and the, the families <laughs> came, and it was it was awesome, man. And all the kids playing, and it's what a memorial they should be anyway. So it was a, it's a lot of fun. And we got to give a shout out to uh, obviously Maria, who put on another party. Uh, you didn't you didn't get here there on Saturday for one of our friends and one of her best friends, Nahal, who became a U.S. citizen. So congratulations, Nahal, if you listen to this. Um, great party on Saturday. You want to throw anything about that? Oh, I thought it was it was fun, Fam- big family time. It was all American day, barbecue, beer, <laughs> water balloons. That's all American. Kids. I gotta give props to your wife, man. I mean, she put up two parties in three days. Two parties in three days, and we need to be drinking more because the the energy level tonight is not what I was expecting it to be. <laughs> we'll bring it. We'll bring it. We, we listen. There's kids sleeping inside. <laughs> Annie's taking a nap. The dog is on the second. Is she out here? Yeah, she's right there. There she is. She's, part, she is. she's parked the seat up. She's part of it. 
It was good, Maria. The, the, honestly, that's uh, that was awesome. You did very well the last uh, three days, so that was. Well, uh, I would not. My parents, like my mom, is shout the, out to mom and dad. Yeah, yep. he, she keeps us going here. <laughs> she was awesome. Got to meet her parents. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I like your families, the friends. Uh, what's his name? That he played baseball too. He was sitting next to me. Oh, Drake. Drake. Yep. He is, uh, it's a lot of fun. They just they drove back from the beach, right? That's yep. what they were. They Near made the it beach. right on time, so it was fun. And then, and the pool, it was uh, <laughs> the pool was fun because you're hot after doing the Murph. You feel like you're 200 degrees. Mm-hmm. You take your shirt off and you jump in the pool, and this pool was cold. You can actually feel it how cold it was. But then, I guess that Nick and uh, Justin are uh, little kids. Sometimes they like to uh, rough around the pool. So all I remember is Nick. Justin jumping on Nick and Nick trying to put him in a chokehold and Justin screaming, that hurts. <laughs> I'm like, never seen a 34-year-old man cry like that. <laughs> he did start it. I just want to put that as officially on the record. He yep. started it. Absolutely. You're so, guilty. Always. No, thank you. So, And then today, back to work. Back to work. I got Europa Sports. Back to work. Um, shout out to Bobby Austin, by the way. Big shout out to Bobby. He's uh, he'll be listening <clears throat> to this. Uh, Bobby, I think that you guys. Bobby was our first true guest after we started. Correct. He was our yes. Uh, well, I mean, we count Dax as a guest. Yeah, but yeah. Bobby was our first true vendor and true guest. Yeah, and uh, he went to the hospital about a, uh, like three weeks ago. Uh, needed to have a hard uh, operation, and yes, it was hard, and he uh, had a little episode after the hospital, so he had to get uh, taken back to the hospital, so I was in Tampa two weeks ago, went to see him, he's in great spirits, he's starting to gain weight, and he's he'll be back in full recovery by September, so big shout out to him, mm-hmm. I talked to him today. So so you, uh, you flew up here um, Sunday, and... Uh Murphed, well, stayed with us, and then we 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 murfed on Monday, and then uh, went back to work today. Uh, you had a, a a lot of stuff going on this week. Well, I mean, you still have a lot of stuff going on this week. Um, what's the landscape for Javier Perez look like in the next uh, month or so? So I'm here until Thursday night. Take the last flight back home, and then I'll be home for another uh, another week. And then I find out my our Russian partner is going to be in Tampa next week just literally found out uh, right before i left the office so i'm going to drive over to tampa thursday friday next week go see him take him to dinner and then literally it's a great question because i have a lot of travel coming so supplement industry insider is going to be in some unique destinations once again and youtube videos are coming so i'm, I'm not done with that but i have uh colombia and peru i have uh panama and uh, guatemala then i have spain and I probably have Dubai by the end of the year. Because after meeting with uh, big guys today, it's a big show in Dubai mm-hmm. that we should be there uh, for all the Middle Eastern uh, well, distributors. What's going on in Spain? So in Spain is the Arnold Spain, which uh, sure, I'm going to say, of course I want to go. It's not Madrid. It's in Barcelona. Or like they say, Barcelona. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you know, that show, it's a very key show for us as distributors because... It's easier to get to for everywhere in Europe, and uh, you get to meet a lot of more distributors than anywhere else. So, a lot of people want to go to it's September. It's ninety degrees. It's on the beach in Barcelona, so it, it should be a lot of fun. But yeah, it's a lot of travel coming up. 
Uh, kids are out of school right now, so that's uh, got to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Have you been to Spain before? Yes, but I've only been in Madrid, which is one of my favorite cities. Love Everybody Madrid. that I know that's been to Spain, they, it's their favorite place to go. Oh, yeah. The only problem with Spain is that is the government right now, and the economics are not favorable for a lot of businesses, but... You do not go to Spain to sell. Wait, wait. wait. Favorable for U.S. businesses or favorable for Spanish no, businesses? They're not favorable right now for either business. For either business. For either business. But the the only reason I'm going is because I'm not worried about Spain or Portugal. I'm worried about everybody else in Europe because that's that's the destination. That's where everybody's going to go. So what's going on in Spain right now? It's been going on for about ten years. Uh, government is a little bit corrupt, and they shut the borders. You know, in order to get through Spain. A product you have to go through uh you know barcelona port and they they increased their taxes by almost 31 percent in the past 10 years so if you buy something for ten dollars you're not paying ten dollars anymore you know you you tripled that price so prices are you just can't afford sports nutrition so it's kind of sad because people in spain if you guys study about spain or look at those they're always fit there's a lot of cycling going on in mm -hmm. spain track and field and everything so so Portugal has become one of the destinations. There's a big distributor there called Proxies in Portugal. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to set up a meeting with them. They're big. The owners, Miguel, work with him while I was at BSN. So uh, it should be good. should be a, a lot of fun. Oh, I, actually, I have uh, Dominican Republic as well to go. Our partner, EvoFit, Wilton, they keep growing. Brand new distributor. Uh, just before I left, twenty about $20,000 order. Um, he... Uh, He's uh he's he's doing very very good so I have to start uh, going there a little bit more. So when when do you plan on going there next? Uh, that'll be October. I can't go before that. Uh, <clears throat> it's the least uh, attractive trip, believe it or not, Dominican Republic. It's just because business there is not. I gotta put it in number of revenue, right? So when I pick and choose countries, it's gonna be like Peru, for example. I have to go to Peru because I was there last year and I seen a little bit of issues right there with our distributor, and he's telling me one thing, but. I don't think that what he's telling me is true. So I have to go there and check. You know, the only way for you to be successful in this business is by traveling, making sure that whatever your distributor, your partners are telling you that is true. And uh, I decided, you know what, it's time for us to go back. So I'll be there. And I'm, of course, looking forward to Colombia next month. I mean, that's, love that country. The business there is insane. Keeps growing. So uh, it should be, should be an interesting uh, last two quarters. It, not only for me, but for you too, buddy. You have a lot on your plate right now. <laughs> How many emails you have on your inbox right now? Uh, 7,203. Yeah, maybe we skip that part of the emails. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of emails. I, I, have no, I have no clue what's in store for me because I have no clue what's in store for me tomorrow, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about that, so what's your landscape in the next uh, month or so business-wise? Um, how's the Amazon business going right now? Uh, overall, pretty well. Um, as you as you know, everything's kind of in a flux. Um, I think once we get everybody on the same page, um, we will stop beating the crap out of each other for the same amount of business. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a lot going on with obviously Seller Central and Vendor Central right now, and uh, the SKU selection. Uh, as Maria pointed out to me tonight, uh, we, we were talking about uh, Extend, so Salvation, Extend Free. Uh, she takes Extend Free, and uh, 
she was looking on Amazon and, and, and saw the price and uh, she knows what I pay for it and uh, basically said, uh, well, I mean, why aren't we getting it from Amazon? <laughs> And, and I explained why, but, uh, you know, it, it, that, that is kind of like the landscape and, and, uh, it's, it's hurting a lot of brick and mortar business right now because, uh, we know people that are, that are brick and mortars that are buying from Amazon and reselling in their own stores. Yep. That's, uh, that is true. I mean, Amazon continues to grow and, uh, more and more people continue to use Amazon as a reseller portal. Right. But they have to, you have to go by the rules, man. You can just be breaking rules. I mean, what was their stock? Their stock was what nine hundred ninety-three dollars. Nine hundred ninety-three dollars today. It was up one point seven percent. That's the craziest part. It keeps going up. And in two thousand eight, it was two hundred dollars. Yep. So if Nurse Maria has to leave and come back, we're gonna grill her on on her stuff. But uh, oh, yeah. it looks like we have a, a an awake baby. I so have some she's, questions. She's gonna bring that back and uh, refill her drink. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> her be water. back soon. So we'll. we'll Oh, you cut off on me. Check your uh, microphone connection there, bud. There we, there we go. go. We're back. She has to fill out her water bottle. Let's make sure. She has to fill, yeah. Her, oh, I'm sorry. Her Extend. Water. Extend. Extend. Free. Extend. Uh, shout out to Brandon Holiday for not even uh, not. showing up or emailing or Or answering FaceTime. Answering a, you know, just a simple call. I mean, God, even Stick showed up yesterday. Even Stick showed up yesterday. Stick, Mr. Eric Johnson, uh, South Florida extraordinaire. Yeah, I mean, that guy was, uh, he was pretty burned too, and that was from the day before. I don't even know what he's into. (laughs) That's one guy that I love him to that, but you just don't know what Stick does. I have no clue. Besides going to work, I literally do not know what he does in his off time. Like, like I mean, I, I know what Nick does or Justin do or Rick or even Chad. I know Chad is doing two things, either following the kids around or going to church. But when you say Eric Johnson... I don't even know what. Well, he plays tennis, right? He did, well. Yeah. He, he claims he plays tennis. Yeah, he's got a nice uh, little profile picture on Facebook of him, uh, with a racket. That's ah. it. That's it. Just he's going to have a nice picture at the national sales meeting. <laughs> oh yeah. So let's just be prepared for that. I can wait. That's that's uh, that's a classic. So if you are a customer of Eric Johnson's, uh, we would expect you to contact us with any pictures that you may have of him, so that we can blackmail him. Great if uh, if we can find some pictures like that. You know, we should start doing that. Just start asking customers stuff like that. Hey, do you have any pictures of our guys doing something uh, inappropriate in the store or uh, when he took you to dinner? Something Ooh. that they say that would be a lot of fun. Maybe we should make that if we get some reviews or something. Uh, I was gonna say if we could get some uh, <laughs> some uh, user inter- interaction here, uh, you know, we may not be live tonight. Uh, obviously, we're still recovering from um, uh, the the weekend, but uh, we will be on uh, YouTube this week. Uh, oh yeah, probably multiple times. And uh, so are you saying we're back? Oh, we're back. Oh, we are back. <laughs> we are back. This is great. And so everybody knows, I give you a little bit of. Uh, uh, the, the summarize a little bit where we at right so we're we're at the studio i'm gonna call it the studio mm-hmm. which is nick's beautiful backyard with a nice uh, gazebo and smoking a nice what cigar is this this is a uh a, an offshoot of liga Pravada. oh nice i mean this thing is beautiful long cigar and it's about what 80 degrees right now 
Uh, yeah, probably. probably Any degrees, yeah. the skies were clear. We thought that we were not going to be able to podcast tonight just because the weather, you never know the weather here. Now I believe you, like, you never know what it could you do. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, literally, it could be perfectly sunny, and the next minute it is downpouring rain. And as you can tell, yep. I can't go live outside. No, this, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the first time for everybody to know that I see a mixer in front of me Three microphones, three headphones, and a soundboard. I mean, this is absolutely nuts. We're not screwing around, ladies and gentlemen. We're here to uh, rule. I mean, Nick has uh, all his equipment and everything, and then sitting right by the backyard looking <laughs> and remembering the Murph <laughs> because we have the pool of bars right in front of us right now. Right buddy. in front of us. So, no, it's beautiful. Nick lives in a great subdivision. <clears throat> I mean, the neighbors here were absolutely amazing yesterday. Great friends, man. I think that... Uh, I met some new friends up here in North Carolina. South Carolina. This is not north. Yep. It's south. Uh, upper South Carolina is what we like to call it. Upper South Carolina. That's it. <laughs> and uh, great school district here, and the kids are amazing. It's it's, it's just been great, man. And uh, with that, Nick, so we haven't been on for a while. Yep. Uh, I think last uh, podcast was amazing. I was in Tampa. Uh, we spoke about John, spoke about Bobby a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we went deep into different things. And, uh, you know, right now we're gearing up for q2 q3 of the business yep uh numbers will come out you know we're, we're we're almost there where we needed to be but i think this industry since we last really really talk about and podcast is changing so fast and we have some bones to pick on some yeah. brands boy Boy. Do we want? Do we? We want to pick the scabs? To, hey, fuck it. We'll bring and pick the scab. I need to add an explicit to this one yeah. because you, YouTube, uh, for, uh, iTunes is not yeah. going to like the F well, word. But. Well, well, maybe we don't. We pick some scabs not directly, but you know the stuff that is going on right now with three, four brands at a time. It's absolutely <coughs> unheard of. It's never happened in the industry. Uh, that is happening at the same time in the same weeks. You know, basically, it's like in two <coughs> weeks. We literally in, in two weeks. Literally in yeah. two weeks. So, with that being said, Nick, do you want to <clears throat> do you want to give us a synopsis of what's going on right now? Uh, direct to consumer doesn't work unless you're a uh, a pyramid scam, and uh, I love all you direct to consumer brands out there that uh, leave our industry and then eventually come back. Uh, the only people that I've really been seen successful uh, is uh, Nugenics and Instaflex. They've done really well. But uh, if you're trying to build a brand in this industry, uh, even though that we, we all accept Amazon is going to be uh, a major driver of business, you cannot forget about the mom and pops. You can't forget about brick and mortar. Uh, even GNCs and vitamin shops, because the moment that you do that, uh, you you change the industry uh, completely because you remove, uh, say you want to remove a distributor and you want to sell directly to the end consumer, you're going to find out that logistics is a little bit harder than you just calling and taking an order because, uh, let's face it, most of these companies that want to do this don't have the logistics set up. They that they may be five to ten man operations. They don't have a warehouse. They don't have a shipping divisions set up. So if you think that you're going to take the uh, direct to consumer approach, uh, once you start getting 500 plus orders per day, 
uh, you're going to find out that you either need to scale up or you need to get help. And if you get help and you go the 3PL way, you're going right back to just another distribution model. You're letting somebody else do the work for you while you do your marketing and, and you drive the traffic, but somebody still has to do the logistics. So all the companies out there that eventually want to... That's probably her phone. Uh, all the companies out there that want to go direct to consumer and they think that bypassing, say, even an Amazon or a, a brick and mortar, you are not going to be able to handle the volume of business if you do your marketing correctly. And if you remove distribution and you remove... Okay, when I say distribution, uh, I mean, okay, widgets. We sell widgets, right? We just happen to sell widgets in an industry that we love, health and fitness. Uh, anybody can move widgets from point A to point B. If you put all your eggs in one basket, as a lot of these companies think that that is the way to go, in the long run, you're going to find out that that's not necessarily going to work because the market cannot support 325 brands that want to go direct to consumer. And we've even seen that with the Glambias of the world. The Glambias of the world have stuck with distribution model because it still works. If they do their marketing and they do a pull strategy, because we can talk about the push and the pull strategies of marketing. Uh, and if you're trying to pull customers into a store, then you have to have a logistics arm and you have to have people able to sell your product. And I think that in the short term, a lot of people are missing that point. Well said and explained. Uh, you know, and I that that's a that's affecting the business overall, even on the international side, right? Because when they pull away from distribution, this doesn't mean they're just going to stay in the United States. I mean, let's be real: specialties down, gym business is down. We're trying to find a way, right? We always have to find a way, but international growth continues to happen. So what happens is all these people. Nick and I had a conversation about this from a, about a vendor about drop shipping and everything. It's not easy, you know, like let us, bottom line in this subject is that let us do what we do best, which is distribute. Yep. Okay, you take care of your marketing, take care of hiring good salespeople so they can help with the pool, mm -hmm. but let us be the face of your company. Let us do what we do best. I mean, you go to Europa Sports in the morning, right, and you start seeing all the cars pull up, everybody coming. What people don't get to see is the warehouse workers that get there before everybody start mm -hmm. getting prepared. Um, if you've never been in the Charlotte area or any of our warehouses where we have them, I want to extend an invite, you know, if you're listening, mm -hmm. because you'll be absolutely surprised the amount of work that it takes uh, just to run a company, a warehouse, mm -hmm. just for one day. Um, the amount of pallets and the amount of racks mm -hmm. that we have and uh, the cold storage. And uh, like Nick said, you know, if you run a company with five, ten people, and you're doing direct orders, you know, you can survive on that maybe the first six months because you're mm -hmm. not big enough. Once you start getting pallet orders and everything, that five to ten people very multiply fast. It, and the overhead for those people. Oh, yeah. And, and the most important thing about, like, warehouse people is they are your, they are your labor arm. So we have, we have what we call a, a structured system of when the, the warehouse employees come in. Obviously, people that are in receiving are going to come in before everybody else comes in because they have to, number one, do replenishment from the previous day, and then they have to start accepting freight orders that are coming inbound. And uh, so we, we do 300 brands, and that's going to be a lot different from somebody that does, say, one brand. But if you take that same, 
that same math and then you put it into uh, just one brand, but you're doing 500 orders per day, unless you have a fully automated system, which a lot of these people can't afford, you still have to have uh, your receiving team, which is going to bring in, uh, well, let's, let me break that back up because are we going to, are we going to talk about manufa- true manufacturing or are we going to just talk about um, direct to consumer brand companies? Okay. For tonight. Okay. So direct to consumer brand companies, they're not manufacturing products in their own facility. And I don't think a lot of people know that. So uh, you're having to buy capsules. You're having to buy powder. You're buying line time. You're buying labels. And all of this is being, this is off-site. So the true manufacturer, and there's what, maybe, maybe 15? Yep, 15. 15 across the country. So as you're buying line time, you're buying... X amount of bottles to be run and, you know, uh, eat the bear is seeing this mm-hmm. right now uh, with with a lot of the growth they're having is that you can only buy so much line time for the resources that you have and the raw materials that you have. And also remember, if you're a smaller <clears throat> company, you go back on the line. Back of the line. Back unless, of the unless you're ready to pay. I mean, like there's small manufacturers like Mac- Macrocaps, which uh, builds uh, uh, Nutri-Keys that, you know, it, they Chris's minimum order for one product. So all of you that want to start a brand, minimum order is five thousand units of one product, one size. I mean, if you don't have that, that's just to manufacture. Just to manufacture. The good. That's not even to buy like capsules. Nope. That's not to buy labels. Yep. That's not to buy bottles. That's it. That's manufacturing. He's one of the smallest. Run. So just imagine somebody like a high tech. <clears throat> Or Glambia that does. Well, let's take high tech because high tech does their own manufacturing. Yep. And Glambia, and Glambia too. Glambia too. Um, that brings me to a question: um, When you were at Glambia, how much third-party manufacturing were you guys doing? About close to three hundred million dollars a year. I mean, we we Glambia does all GNC products. Think about what I just said: all GNC products, mm-hmm. and that alone is a hundred twenty-five million dollar contract. I don't know what just happened. Uh, so, say that it's three hundred. Yeah, that's their contract manufacturing, which was run by only three people in one department, negotiating contracts. But a hundred and twenty-five million of that was GNCs. So think about that. I mean, Glambia has about twenty-five to thirty different customers that they build brands and. I'm not going to mention some of the brands because there's some big <clears throat> brands that uh, had to use Glambia for different out-of-stock right, reasons. Right. And it'd be, a, I, I'll, it'd be a breach of my contract. Correct. I'm not allowed to discuss <clears throat> that. But, yeah, $300 million worth contract manufacturing. So just imagine the, the, the labor. The, uh, I mean, they ran three shifts. It was 24-hour shifts to be able to run it. And that's not including <clears throat> Isopure, Optimum, or BSN. That's just outsourcing. Did they run the same lines uh, for Optimum, BSN, and Isopure on the contract manufacturing? No, they didn't. All completely different. Um, the facilities, uh, I talked to Chris Ahern <clears throat> today, and uh, he was there with Academy Sports last week, and he said, you are not lying, buddy. That is pretty impressive. I mean, you're talking about 700,000 square feet of manufacturing. So BSN had their own lines, Optimum had their own lines, and Isopure now has their own lines. Isopure is a little bit easier because it's mostly drinks, you know, so it's a little bit different. But, I mean, with Optima, I thought for sure when they bought us out at BSN that they will use the same lines, but you couldn't 
I mean, think about it. You're not going to miss gold standard wet with Synthesis in the same lines. The volume is was. I mean, we were doing about mm-hmm. 120,000 units of Synthesis a month right before I left. Holy shit. I mean, we were doing at one point, this is the part that gives me good, goosebumps. When I was at BSN in 2008 and nine, we're running an average of 325,000 bottles of NO Explode a month. That's how big that product was back in the days. Europe alone was selling, was buying about 80,000 bottles a month back in the days. Where, where was the rest of it going, mostly? GNC, vitaminshopbodybuilding.com. Really? And international growth. I mean, we, we and, and the most important, AFIS, the military. I mean, the military was doing 40, I was, was about $40 million a year in the, with the military. So did, were, was the NO Explode and the 100% way lines, dedicated lines? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if people, uh, so dedicated line basically means you have a line that is running 24-7. Um, you have manufacturing that is putting together, uh, you guys did labels and uh, everything in one place, right? Everything in one place. So you have a line that is running, uh, uh, you said three shifts, right? Correct. So eight hour shifts. Eight hour shifts. Uh, it, it, that had to include some downtime. No? Correct. Yeah, that was two hours of maintenance. Two hours of maintenance. Yep. So you have one line that is continuously running and making either a powder or, well, no, a a pa- both two powders. And then... Uh, once that product is made, uh, labeled, sent off to QC. How long did it sit in QC? QC would be 48 hours. 48 hours. And then it was approved to be palletized and then shipped out. Yep. It, so it was a process of about <clears throat> almost five days to get that one line that you run, just to get it approved and get it shipped out. How much product could you make in five days? Caps, I know that on caps, you could do close to 3 million caps, caps and tabs. Holy shit. On powder, I know the dollar amount you could probably do in five days about $3 million, 3 to $4 million built in five days. Uh, did those lines have any specific days off or was that 365? 365. So when you were hired at this manufacturing facility... You pretty much had to be aware that you're not you're gonna work at Christmas or Thanksgiving. It's going to happen. There was no days off. I mean, it, it was, uh, you know, and I. It was probably the best experience of my life to watch a product from beginning to end, from development all the way to production. It's pretty impressive. If you guys never seen anything like that, I will try to go by Microcaps next week when I'm in Tampa and take a video that we can post. You think they'll let you? Oh yeah. It's Chris Wagner. Okay, cool. I mean, the guy that is like Justin Weeks doesn't want to be in the podcast, or Brandon Halliday. They're scared. Why are people scared of the podcast? I don't know. Why are people scared? Look, uh, the Queen is on tonight. The Queen. Uh, I got so many questions for the Queen. I'm so glad she's back. We have to attack her now. Oh, we, 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 we never know when the babies are going to wake up. Yeah. So, go ahead. So, I'm, I, I, I feel bad calling her Queen. I mean, she's going to be embarrassed. But, Maria, so I have a question for you. So, your husband has been in this industry for a long time. Now, how many years you guys been together now? Seven. Seven years. Okay. So he's always been in the industry since you know him and everything. What is your thought about our industry? As much as you can tell us. Like, what do you think about our industry? I'm going to be right back. Do you, do you need a drink while you answer that? What? You need, you need water? I need water. Okay. <laughs> so I, my background, I'm a nurse, um, pediatric mostly, and I had... 
my experience in general. You can't with, just stop with pediatric. You have to I, go in okay. a little bit of detail. I'm, I'm a, I, my background is pediatric intensive care for a large part of my nursing career and pediatric bone marrow transplant coordination um, and a little bit of home care with as a director of nursing at a pediatric home care facility. If I may ask just to give you some uh, give props to your, uh, the university. Where you, what university is that? Very small place, right? Yeah, little little place in Chapel Hill. Yes, <laughs> those Tar Heels, go Heels. That's right, go Heels. Um, so, being a nurse, it's interesting being on the that side of it, working with physicians and nurses and people in the medical field, because they and most physicians that are going to be honest with you do not understand nutrition. They don't at all. And so when you, when you, in my case, working in the pediatric intensive care, a lot of times we were just trying to save a child's life. We're just trying to make sure that they live. So nutrition wasn't like the first thing that happened in the first few days, maybe even when they came to us, but they don't, physicians don't understand it. And, um, and most of the time they admit that. So when you, just take nutrition plain and simple with you know whole foods they don't get that and then you try to throw in supplements then it just kind of blows their mind so you have people in this country who very much go to medical professionals for all of their advice and most of medical medical a lot of medical professionals don't understand the industry so they're going to tell them that supplements are bad they because they don't know they don't get it and so that was that was part of how I came into the relationship I didn't buy into that because I also had fitness in my world I've always been an athlete and um, recreationally just to stay healthy and trying to stay in shape and so I I always did my own thing and now now you Murph and now I'm Murph there it is no, I'm Murph. But I, so meeting Nick, it was, I came, I, that's how part of the reason we met, because I went, because I went to him for advice on nutrition and supplements and how can I optimize, you know, my energy and all of that to train and to live and things like that. Did he do well with the advice? Um. Well, obviously. <laughs> he did. Obviously. Actually, I will say that I was in the best quote-unquote shape of my life I would say as far as being the strongest and feeling the best and being able to do um, many different things because because before I met him I did triathlons and I I ran and I did this but I I wasn't able to kind of all put it together but anyway he he um, gave me good advice although Nick is long-winded so sometimes (laughs) I went a simple question of what can I do to achieve this? Like I have to get into like the cellular, we have to get into like the cellular level and the, and I understand that that is, it's good, but some people just can't, for me, I was okay with it, but some people can't get all of that. Their brains just stop and they shut off and they're like, I can't, I can't do that. Um, I can't go there. And so I give him a hard time about that, but he's smart. He knows, he knows that part of it, which is a good thing. Um, and, but I do think 
I, I didn't, and I didn't know the whole industry. And I do think that there's so much that the society doesn't know. Lay people don't know. Like, for instance, right now, I feel like everybody is looking for things that are natural. Every, they want things that are natural. And unfortunately, not everything that's natural is good for you. It can Correct. be dangerous, too. And so sometimes chemicals that are created in a safe way are better than taking things that are quote-unquote natural. natural yep. And so there's so much. I tell people all the time, especially when they know that I'm married to somebody who works with supplements, and they ask me first, you know, they say things, and I'm like, people just don't get nutrition in this country. I don't know how it is. You're all yep. around the world, so maybe they get it better in other places no they don't they ask me um i want to get this double d's in a small swimsuit how do i do that well <laughs> i know how you can uh take it off the swimsuit i just don't know how you're gonna fit him i don't know i, I have no idea you know it's funny you brought that point with uh nick and how smart it is and everything and i think that it goes back to education right like our industry lacks so much of that like right now it's a race to the bottom who can make the most money high margins high volume and we forget sometimes i catch myself sometimes pushing on something just because there's a number to be hit and you don't educate people and i think that my background at bsn you know we were and nick knows this we're the first company ever to actually after bill phillips of course with eas to actually host seminars and educate people on our products because you're right. Everybody's into this natural organic kick, but nobody knows. I've never met someone that can tell me what an all-natural product is. Because people don't know. They don't know. <laughs> they always says natural, grass-fed. Right. You know, and I'm like, all right, well, everything is grass-fed. I mean, all the cows are <laughs> eating <laughs> eating grass. I'm like, what is the difference? But, I mean, you guys have a very cool balance because background in, nutri in supplements and nutrition and you being a nurse as well and going to Chapel Hill, there we go, go Hills again, we'll give him another shout out. Um, has to create some unique conversations when Nick brings you a new product and tries to explain to you what it does, huh? Well, I, I stopped doing that. So yeah, well, sometimes I don't, I don't know, always listen. So I will, I will give him that credit. But, she admitted. But he has to, I have to admit that when I want, like, just recently when I started taking the uh, extent, like I came to him, I said, this is what I want. This is what I need. And he put it together. He, and I love it. Yep. I think it's a great product. Uh, my friends that I train with now, some of them. It's so sad it. that we know uh, not only the owner, but also the VP of sales and uh, Brandon Halliday. Still can't get him on. Shameless plug for Cybation once again, and you've never, ever, ever been in the show. And you could have literally two women if if mm -hmm. they were both to come over here tonight to plug your product. Yep. But um, and Aha loves it. <clears throat> she just told me today she she really loves it, and she was trying to she was asking about different flavors, but you know, and she, and Aha is. Um, she came from here from London. She's the one that had the citizenship. Um, and she actually, um, her first husband had cancer and died of cancer. And at some point in his treatment, they didn't give him much hope. So they did everything um, through homeopathic. Mm -hmm. And so she was really set on, I mean, she, everything she ate. And I can't even, some of the stuff, I don't even know what she's talking about when she tells me what she ate. And it was, um, that's all she did. So 
when she came to me, I knew I had to, you know, find her something that she would find appropriate because she mm-hmm. looks at the ingredients and now she's in, you know, she's American now. So, <laughs> <laughs> she's but, good. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she, um, she, she approved. <laughs> she approved it. So she, her name is what again? Nahal. Okay. She's, hey, just, yeah. just because I do want to have a little fun with it. <laughs> You have said her name three times, and all I heard was a hole. So I want to make sure that everybody's <laughs> nahole, guys. Okay, we're not. She's not. She's not, he's, she's not calling anybody an a hole. She's not staring at Nick or I calling us a holes either. Okay? <laughs> no. Want to make sure. Nahole. Nahole. She's. Um, she's awesome. Better. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's awesome. She is. So, do you want to describe the the type of training that you guys are doing now, and how you got into, uh, I guess, the way that you're training now? <clears throat> well, I go back to was fit before we had our first child and uh that kind of it was hard it was difficult trying to be a new mom and get back and I am very 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 controlling when it comes to the kids and so leaving them and doing things and they're I they're my world right now so but finally um after having our second two years after the first I I was I was ready and I said I need to get back to doing something that and I don't have an addictive personality I my I have some people in my family do um I do yeah he and Nick does but (laughs) I will say that I feel addicted to that feeling that you get when you train and you I just I love it It and I missed that so much so for a number of reasons so finally I decided I got I've got to do something and actually Nahal um she was like let's go check this out this boot camp out so right now I'm going to burn boot camp and it's in Fort Mill uh it's a Fort Mill location um, uh, of their company it started with a a couple in hunt i think in huntersville north carolina and it's exploded it started out as a boot camp for mom for women they marketed it towards moms it's all women um but i'm picky when it comes to training and because of being married to nick and knowing how i trained before and um it's been great i will i lost like in the past few months 15 pounds and gotten stronger and um feel better and it's gives me that feeling of accomplishment when I go and it's a it's a great place it's welcoming the the um atmosphere is everybody is high-fiving each other and but you're sweating and working and the trainer at our location is a former panther the um Carolina Panthers he played football I can't remember the year um that he years he was there and then he got injured and and is no longer there. His name's Ryan Robinson. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have all these different locations, and they, but they all are part of a, a big, bigger system. So you want to give a plug to the place and the address? Do you know the address and everything? I don't know people? the address of the... I have to but it's in it Fort up, Mill, correct? It's, well, it's an Indian land. It's it's Burn Boot Camp Fort Mill. That They okay. call it Fort Mill, but it's um, actually an Indian land. It takes me less than 10 minutes to get there. They have free child care which is key and I again I'm picky my our kids have never been with a babysitter other than family so going there I, I had to check it out and there's a woman named Rebecca she's from New York not far from where I was from and I I went and watched 
one little session and she's awesome the kids love her and it's small it's controlled atmosphere they don't allow food so you don't have to worry about like food allergies and, and choking and all that kind of stuff it's 45 minutes workout uh they they do um focus meetings if you join so you can meet with a couple of the trainers one of ryan's the head but then there's a couple others this girl becky who's also awesome and um you can meet with them and you they do your measurements body fat and then they help you whatever you want to focus on and they they do i feel like they are they know their stuff from what i've seen when it comes to because sometimes you get bad advice and i don't that don't i don't like that so they give good advice as far as diet they say that it's a focus that you need to do it um they do encourage supplements in different ways and um, do they sell supplements there well you know they do oh it's one of the um all right well it's it's one of the who's running south carolina for us let's go let's get cowboy swerve in there give hugs to everybody and get some products in there they do one of the um multi um, advocare no herbalife gosh no hopefully not no they do. I, I could look at it. Well, while she's pulling anyway, up the phone. Anyway, they, they. Um, yeah, go ahead, do it. Because I was. Go ahead. The, one of the people sells it, or I guess I don't. I don't know how it. I, honestly, because I don't. I'm not interested in it. That they, sounds like I, an I amazing place to actually do a seminar. I was just gonna yeah, say. Yeah, they. They do awesome things too. That's the other thing I like about them. They're really involved in their community. So we do like. I have a participated yet because it just hasn't worked out for me but they do like adopt a highway and they we did the special olympics um in rock hill south carolina they did a um safety uh self-defense for women seminar one night they do um they did just they just did a nutrition class i didn't go it wasn't convenient for me and you don't need to i i just didn't feel like i wasn't yeah i wasn't the best use of my time that day but uh they do do things like that they're it's it's a cool place i like it what what's your what's the training like so and well so i this is the other so i missed the group because you know nick's like why can't you just train here we have everything and i it's hard to separate yourself when you're doing kettlebell swings and you're thinking mm-hmm. about the dishes like i i gotta get myself <laughs> away from here or the toilet needs to be cleaned and so and the kids are hanging off of you. So I needed, and I wanted to get away from the house. And I really missed that group. I mean, when when Nick had Pain Cave up and running, we had the best group that we trained with. And it was so, just, it's inspiration. And I'm competitive. So not so much that, but I if I see somebody next to me doing something, I got to do at least that. Like yep. I, that. So it helps. And um, they post the workouts on Sunday for the five days of the week. Or six days. Oh, so they're they are like prearranged workouts. Well, they correct? are. They don't say the. They don't tell you the actual workout. They'll okay. just say like um, that it's an athletic conditioning day oh, or gotcha. a okay. upper, you know, or push pull day yep. or lower so, body. So, so what are the days? So we have metabolic conditioning. Well, they don't call them the same thing every <clears throat> um, time. I was just trying to see. So this week it's. Today was athletic conditioning giant set with a partner plyo finisher. And then they do like pull-up, core, cardio, tripod, 
Um, that's just body weight conditioning superset. There's leg day mini camp. There's cardio mini camp. There's plyometric days. <clears throat> but sounds I, like a cool place. The, what I like about it is if you go, you know, five, three, four, five, six days a week, mm-hmm. you're going you're going to train everything, and you're yep. not going to you're not going to you shouldn't really overtrain anything because of the way it's set up. You're not going to miss a body part either. That's no, a good thing. Yeah. no, and you're not, and so that's the other thing that I like about it. And I, I've told Nick that it's organized well that way. Um, sometimes it gets a little crowded, but it's, if you go like my preferred class is six fifteen in the morning, it's 45 minutes. I feel great. You're and I and get out. it done. Yep. Like I just, I don't, and I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can ask Nick, can you write me a workout? But I don't, we don't, life doesn't allow that every day. So I'd have to go to the, gym and like think about what I, don't, I just don't have time for that in my life right now yep. they do do um men they'll it's co-ed i think on sunday or on saturdays they'll do a co-ed and and monday wednesday friday at six thirty they do a co-ed um but i've never been to a i've only been to one co-ed now class. this place is the kind of place that you go there just for the boot camp correct they don't mm-hmm. they don't have a membership you can go on your own mm-hmm. and do your own thing Mm-mm. once you join okay yeah it's just a, it's just a big open warehouse um and there's yeah you can't you've got to go to the boot camp and well, well, uh, yeah. that it sounds like an awesome place yeah. and i mean i can tell i mean look look at her right, she looks great yeah. beautiful wife uh, we're working on it she's but shape. It, i feel she kicked out our asses yesterday i do have to admit that because yep. she was not <clears throat> she was she was the only one not on the ground afterwards <laughs> well Mr. i mod i had to I have mod a, down a bit but I have, I have a great picture of that by the way. i um yes. yeah there is a good one for that <clears throat> hey by the way i'm still waiting for my pictures uh, oh, we'll, we, 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 will, we will get them posted. <laughs> no, I know. I didn't it, it, it post them great. today. It, it was great. But, I mean, it, well, since I spend most of my day on social media, I, you know, had all the time in the world to... Ladies and gentlemen, that was a jab. That, that <laughs> I'm was, just going to leave it at that. That was a verbal jab. jab. That was a verbal jab. <laughs> but so I guess you could say one of the most important things for you about working out is going someplace that gives you a... A prescription that you do and you are in the moment while you're doing it and then you're able to leave you feel good about what you did but the most important part I guess for busy moms is it's a place that you can go and get a workout and you don't have to think too much about what you need to do because it's already told to you what to do right but I do think that the key is that I know what needs to be done or it wouldn't like I know that what they're doing is appropriate because if not, then you just can't go in there mindlessly. I mean, you need to know that you're doing what you need to be doing to make yep. get to reach goals and to advance and things do you, like that. Do you so. feel that there are people that go to that that do it mindlessly? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are always people, but mm-hmm. I think well, they your... try to ex- try not to make it that way. They try to mm-hmm. tell you and educate you on what you need to do. Um, so I don't think that I think their intent, but not everybody wants to learn. I mean, people just yeah, want, just want to work yeah, out. Yeah, they just want to do things. So, what would your stuff. what would your advice be to a busy mom that is trying to get into fitness that doesn't know where to start? Mary Dick Lecaria. <laughs> No, I think you need to find somewhere that you're. I'm com- taken. <laughs> she said no. She said no. I'm taken. I mean, you can have them like every other week, maybe. No, every other Tuesday. <laughs> She'd probably be happy with that. You need to find somewhere that you feel comfortable that makes 
because that's a big thing. I know, like, my friend, I have a friend who I used to work with at the home health care agency. She has, um, she was a very, she, she has lost a ton of weight and her changed her life in so many ways. I'm so proud of her. She keeps me updated on her, um, on what she's doing and, and how she's feeling and stuff. But she, for the longest time, she wouldn't let herself go past a certain point because she didn't feel comfortable going to a gym. So you have to feel comfortable with where you go. I mean, you ha- it has to be convenient. It has to have, fit into your schedule. And I think just finding a place that you can go consistently is the biggest thing. Because if you don't, if you're not consistent, then you're not going to make any strides. So Keyword there? Consistency. Correct? Yeah, yeah. consistency. And, but the other thing is that what a lot of people don't, realize and have to, and which is it kind of blows my mind that uh, how important diet is because people think that they I work out I do this I do this mm-hmm. and they but I can't and nothing's changing and it's because diet is such a huge part of what you're doing and a lot of it's not just diet like they're eating too much they're not eating enough of the right stuff so um especially women I find like they can't they don't make the effort or they don't realize the importance of protein. And for me, I can't do all of that with all the ki- with the kids and stuff. That's why for me, a supplement and having a shake um, for one meal of my day right now is important. It helps I can, you, yeah. yeah. And then I, I've been doing um, just a straight way at night right before bed. And um, So what what is your supplement, supplementation regimen right now? I have a shake with um, a protein, well, a, a meal replacement shake with that has like 24 grams of protein with um, a powdered greens in it in the morning. With I just mix it with water. And then that's my supplement. That's my consistent every day. And then at night, and I can't remember the name because Nick brought it home for me, but I would like it, that protein. Eat, eat the bear? Or what? what the you have the the rivalous or eat the bear, the orange bottle or the small clear bottle? No, the big one. That rivalous, <laughs> yeah, rivalous, great protein. Yeah, well, he brought home two, and I just picked one to start with because. Um, but I I really I like that. It doesn't upset my stomach, which is good. Right before bed, some people I, I don't really have too much problem with whey, but I know it can be. But I again I I told him I had a lot of like rules and guidelines i needed it to not i personally didn't want it mine to have uh, artificial sweetener i'm still nursing and i didn't really want to i don't think it's great for myself but i also don't want to pass it on right now and so i take that not every night but usually and then i do the um extend right after my workout the extend free extend free so uh what is the importance to you with uh uh, natural sweeteners, uh, things like you don't like sucralose, you don't like uh, aspartame. Uh, stevia is is probably the best way to go. But it, it, I guess you could. I'm going to ask you from a, a, a medical uh, vi- v- viewpoint. Why are um, artificial sweeteners uh, bad for you right now? Well, I don't. I mean, honestly, to be tr- truthful, <clears throat> I don't really know because there's so much. <laughs> opinions that are out there that there's I don't I can't like quote a study but I just 
try. I mean, I try to stay away from them because I just don't, I don't know what they're going to do. And there's, because in the past I used to eat all kinds of stuff with artificial sweetener. And then aspartame now is, they're saying there's all these studies that, Mm -hmm. again, I can't quote one. So um, maybe lose my credibility there, but that, that they're not, they do bad things to you. So I just, for me, I'd rather just stay away from them completely, which is why I don't, I just don't have a lot of like sweet things because I, instead of having anything that's fake or artificial, um, sweetener wise, I, I just stay away from it. But with, with the shakes and stuff, you have to have something in it to make it palatable. So I, the stevia is what is my choice right now. But again, most of it is because I am nursing and I don't want to pass it on. I don't give the kids artificial sweeteners. I mean, they get a lot of things they probably shouldn't have, but I try not to <laughs> give them that. They're kids. <laughs> right. I got to, you know, pick and choose some things. Um, so your only so. artificial sweetener is uh, your husband, I would like to say, right? <laughs> right, that's right. There you go. You, Nothing artificial here, baby. You, you are her sucralose in her life. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, every once in a while, I do... Um, what are the, the bars you brought? I like those. Oh, the one bar. Yeah, yeah Nick brings this. Big plug for Ron and that group, mm-hmm. man. I mean, the growth in the growth from that bar has been absolutely insane. They're good. He really has. I mean, I, he's done a great job. The other thing, oh. the other thing that I do eat are those um, cookies. Put, the, Lenny and it's like my brain is. If they're ever in stock, it's yeah, like you have my mommy brain. Because I, I don't remember any of the names of the things. I don't pay attention. I'm like, yeah. okay, the um the, the yeah the cookies. I'll sometimes have a half of one of those when I want. What do they call? Lenny and Larry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you find one, let us know because we're out of stock. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy from you. Yeah, it's probably. I probably have one. I sometimes hide them because Nick will eat them like they're. Oh my god! His they're, meal. They're 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 addictive. Well, they're good. Anthony they're loves amazing. Anthony, Anthony, loves Anthony our, he calls our son, him a daddy. Yeah, my daddy, daddy cookie. cookie. Yeah. <laughs> They've done a good job with that. I mean, I, I actually had a fight with them today because of out of stocks you know and i i understand you know it's a cookie or a brownie you know they do mm-hmm. the muscle brownies too and there's a process and a lot of us don't understand that process that it takes time you know i needed this to be shipped out and it's going to take another three to five weeks mm-hmm. but i kind of get it you know manufacturing a powder or a pill is so much easier than what do the, what do they say about out of stocks <laughs> he, all right, spotlight spot. javier yeah. perez they're, yeah, sure. So they put themselves in a very tough position because they have grown so fast. That's basically it. they do not have a uh, they do not have a very good forecasting team. Let me put it to you that way. And whoever is forecasting there should be fired. Uh, yep, I said it on there. Whoever's your per- not your purchaser, your forecasting team should not be there. You should hire somebody new because we do a lot of business with Lenny Lairs Europa mm-hmm. overall, but they're also worldwide. I mean, they're they're everywhere. Um, it's the same thing as Quest, right? They're everywhere. I always felt in this industry when your growth is 100% or more per year, you need to prepare. You have to bring in people that know how to forecast. Do Do you think their growth internationally is done due to direct business or do you think it's done because of distribution and sub-distribution? It's distribution and sub-distribution. I mean, they don't do a lot of direct business. I mean, they actually been kind enough. Uh, Panama, remember Yossi? Yep. Uh, they Shout have, out to Yossi. Yep. They allow me to distribute to Yossi and also Panamet. You, you know, we've yep. met Panamet too, and they are the largest uh, distributor in Panama. And now they're buying everything from us because they're out of stocks. And uh, Are they buying Sinister Labs from us? 
no. Next topic. <laughs> no, like, let, why not? Look, why not? Why not? Bucket. Sinister Labs, <clears throat> brand new brand, old owner of BSN, Scott James, dear friend to us and everything. And uh, <clears throat> until today, I was not allowed to sell anywhere in the world. But now, uh, because performance uh, from uh, their old partner, I am uh, I have the green light. But with uh, with a phone call first, and you know, that's one thing goes back to what Nick Nick and I spoke about from first day and success and everything you have to have ethics you have to have business ethics and uh i didn't go out there and start shipping stuff out you know i asked can i be your distributor can we partner up and they said no we cannot we already have a distributor and uh you know i kept pushing and pushing because i truly think that the product will do well you know it's a caffeinated peanut butter spread and and non-caffeinated for those of you that just exactly. like a good tasting protein you want some nutella yep. type of thing you know Oh, but, you've got some, yeah, you've got some good ones of that, too. Yeah. Yep. That stuff, I mean, Sinister is going to grow. It's going to be good. It's going to be niche. You know, they're trying to get into the food market and everything. So, but with that being said, you know, there was a little bit of miscommunication there. You know, they have a partner, uh, which is our uh, competitor internationally, but there's a lot of spots that they're not in that I'm in very deep. And I just wanted the opportunity to present the brand. So they said, yeah. So it was a good day when it comes to that. But back to Lenny and Larry, so I... I I hate what they're going through because when you're out of stock, give Nick an example of Nick. Nick had a very, very large order come through, very large. He was able to fill 20% of the order. Let me tell you something. If you go to the military or GNC vitamin shop and you're not at 98% fill rate, done. they'll drop you. So I feel bad for Nick because I bet, I bet that of those 7,000 emails, probably half of them are from your customer yelling at you mm. like where's my product yeah and, i mean i i yell at him when he's out of stock of those too i mean really because i think it's i'm like really that's so annoying yeah well the thing is you once you lose a sale it's very tough to recover because people are going to find something else well this uh, th this gives me a good question that i want to ask uh, maria is um thinking about something like lenny and larry if we ever ever out of stock of it what what is your view of distribution of what we do, of what Javi and I do, of what you know? I know I don't I don't take work home a lot, but um, as far as uh, I guess what you see out at Burn or what you see in other places, magazines that you read, maybe the internet. What is your view overall as a as a not not just a woman but as a person looking into the industry what do you see as uh the driving trends right now what do you see as the focal point of uh sports nutrition business weight loss it always is weight loss i think so i mean as i <clears throat> i think as a female that's what i would say is <clears throat> that that's what the focus is yeah. Do you feel that that is uh, the 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 general feeling of most of the women that you talk to about that are nutrition? Take, yes. Weight loss. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, internationally, what do you feel the major focus of sports nutrition is internationally? Because you and I have had many long conversations about this. It's not weight loss. No, 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 no. It's, it, it, but, no but how are what... how are the women in other? This, this is the point I want to make. 
how are the women in other countries especially uh countries that are are are, are becoming more first uh, more first world uh and and have disposable income um what do you feel especially in south america comment on china if you want uh is the main driving factor of say a female client in one of those countries it's overall health um uh the the, the main products and categories let's call it categories uh they look for is uh is protein protein is king like i mean iso 100 okay any country internationally right now that's the number one product and uh, women are looking for a good protein something that they can drink at any time that is not going to get them overweight that they feel that well, uh, let me interrupt you you just said overweight correct do you think that the overall mindset is still on weight loss or do you think that they're starting from where we were in the 80s I think that is back in the 80s. You know, a lot of these countries, remember, they don't have the capabilities or they're a little bit delayed, right? Like creatine is still one of the number one products, any creatine in in Europe right now. So they still do straight creatine monohydrate okay. and mix it with grape juice. Remember the old trick with grape oh, juice yeah. and everything? I remember so, that from high school. Yep. Like, so you do that. but Not me, but... Yeah. Weight loss, like in Colombia. I, I use Colombia all the time. In Colombia, everybody's fit these days. So, but the problem too with Colombia, remember, steroids are legal, okay? So they don't want to buy hydroxycut or lipo-6 because they can take something else. So they're not worried about that part. They just want something to maintain. So it's more about weight maintenance. They don't worry about, I need to lose more weight. I just don't want to lose what I have muscle-wise. So those women, actually, they're very educated, understanding like what Maria was saying, like eating more protein is good for me. It's not bad to eat 10 ounces of chicken. You know, that's going to keep my protein intake up. It's going to keep my muscle. It's so different because my first experience going to Colombia or Panama or Peru, I thought that my number one seller was going to be a fat burner for sure. And it's not. I mean, maybe like Venezuela in Chile, for example. So Chile, for example, that's a weight loss center. Lipo 6, they're probably doing... Anywhere between twenty-five to thirty-five thousand bottles of liposix a month, and that's mostly for females. You know, you know us guys. We're mm-hmm. like, I don't need a fat burn. I just run fat. You know, whatever it is. But so, mm-hmm. it's just a good. Like you talk about China, well, in China, women don't take supplements. Mm-hmm. They do pea protein, for example, P E A, not P E E, pea protein. They do everything. Talking about a very natural market. That's what, yeah, that's what Nahal takes people yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I mean, hence why Nutriki was such a success when I introduced them there. I mean, like, they, they bought into it. Commodity brand, vitamins, you know, your uh, f- flaxseed and, you know, uh, items like that. Um, but I think it's different because here in the States, although we have a lot of fit people, we still have the biggest population of over obese people in the whole world, in the United States, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad because... We're so educated. We should be educated. Mm-hmm. But it goes back to our industry, too. We just don't take enough time to educate people. We just don't. So back to you. Um, coming medical field and uh, Queen, also... Queen Mary. Queen, Let's call it Queen, Queen Mary. Queen, Queen, Queen Mary. Just like the Cunard ship. Yeah. Um, so we have the international view of, 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 of sports nutrition. And you said, obviously, the, the feeling here is weight loss. What do you feel could 
change or um, you know, what, what what do you think could change the overall mental and physical health picture of people in America? I do think that it's changing somewhat. I should I I do I do because even myself the reason why I started to drink a shake a day for my was because I wanted to get know that I at least had something nutritious in my body at the beginning of the day and I was really difficult when we had a two-year-old and a newborn and I or a six-month-old is when I started and I couldn't get that meal in so I didn't start it wasn't weight loss for me at the beginning at all I just needed to have nutritious plus you were also nursing so a a bloody mary would not be appropriate at that point either (laughs) let's make sure we say that it is my favorite drink. Only if it's Sunday. Oh. Sunday. All right. Well, that's a whole other story. I I don't feel that way. I think it's fine. Bloody Marys are great. I think anything's fine. when I mean, in all moderation when you're nursing. But hey, if you drink too much water, it's bad for you. Right. We've, so. we've literally had conversations about that, and people don't understand this, that you can actually drown yourself. It's a condition called hyponatremia. And if you drink too much water, you are going to wash out the main three electrolytes, which are potassium, sodium, and magnesium. And for the people out there that don't know what the electrolytes are, you have sodium, which controls oh, see, blood. See, this is where he goes into Boom. his blood volume it. level. <laughs> potassium, which controls ba- uh, basically the, the, um, the, the rate at which the heart beats. And then magnesium is a metal that controls uh, contractions to the rest of your muscles. And if you drink too much water, you will die. That is Unfortunately, knowledge. Unfortunately, I've, you. I've, I've seen it. Dad. And it. I'm sure you've seen it. No, it does happen. It definitely could happen. It, I mean, I have seen it. I've seen it in babies, actually. Oh, really? Because of people who have watered down um, formula. formula. It's, it's really? a big problem. In Charlotte, we have a large... Um, Hispanic population um, <coughs> from all different areas, but it's a lot of times with poverty, and then it's it was particularly prominent in those um, in those groups. And I've seen I, I I don't know that I've actually seen too many of them act, pass away and die from it, but because we've caught it and they we've been able to like reverse it. And I think maybe a couple that didn't make it but mm-hmm. definitely there are definitely one number of children who do die from it be, because of watering it down and it's just they try they're just doing their best they're they just don't know how to feed their babies because yeah. trying to make anymore. a little bit of powder go a long yeah. way how so. do you deal with that like I, that's a, a question i wanted to ask because you know we talk about charities all the time and you know like my preferred charities joe dimaggio's uh, children's hospital mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have to tell you, Maria, I'm uh, I'm honored to be right here in front of you and you dealt with cases like that because when I go to Joe DiMaggio, it's kind of, it's, uh, it's great and you get motivated and stop complaining about the little things, but also it can be very depressing. So you have witnessed some stuff. How do you deal with that? I, I, I don't have the heart for it. That's, that's, the biggest, that's the biggest question that we literally get is anytime she says that she's a, a pediatric intensive care nurse, the first thing people say, even other nurses and doctors, I can't, I can't deal with that. How did you deal with that? Yeah. Well, everybody's different. So everybody has their things that they deal with. And for me, it was kids. Kids are resilient. They don't feel sorry for themselves. They just do what they've got to do. I mean, they want to live. 
Like they live to play and to live. Unlike us who find out like, you know, we have a stubbed toe and then we can't, you know, make it through the rest of our Monday. Or sun poison. But, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but for me, I mean, I probably didn't always deal with it the best. Usually for me, it, I mean, it was devastating. It was always devastating. These parents lost a child. And I, th- I still think about it. It can still haunt me when I th- think back. But um, at the time, it was you didn't have you had to do what you had to do. I mean, you were, when we had codes or we had children or we had, um, the worst thing for me when I worked in the intensive care was pediatric intensive care was abuse. I I could deal with so many things, but the abuse cases really, they got to me. Um, uh, and I, for, I'm not an outwardly emotional person in those, I, in front of people that too much. So, I, I could keep it together during that, and then I would come home and cry. I mean, that's what you do. <laughs> you cry, and you run, and you, at the time, I ran a lot. Um, but you know, you go back because you know that most of the time, you, they don't die. And um, you can help them and save them and be a part of of something that's big. And, and, and I... For me, I can't deal. I, I can't work with elderly people. Yeah. Because there are so many people who love children, but elderly people they're by themselves. So, and there's sometimes they die alone, and kids don't, rarely die alone. They yeah. are usually there's people surrounding them. Yeah. yeah. So that's why the marriage was such a piece of cake for her. She had to do with so many other things. She's like, this is nothing. Yeah. You guys are nice. I I made it through in my mod down mood, but. Next year is going to be better. I'm a, I didn't wear a vest this year, but my goal is going to be to. Next year, will she full, full body armor. <laughs> I have it in the truck. Maybe. It's ready to you go. A contract? Let's sign a contract right now. It's going to be fun. So as far as uh, key things that you'd want parents, moms, uh, people looking to improve their nutrition that don't know where to start, uh, what advice would you give them? Um, well, first, be Spot, mindful. Spotlight. Be mindful because people just eat like, and they. This is like so cliche, but it's true. Kids, and it. You think it's cliche until you have kids and then you do it. You make them breakfast and waffles or pancakes because the only thing that your child will eat is frozen pancakes and then you they don't finish them and you haven't eaten so you just eat what's on their plate and that is yeah I mean the 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 four four bites of frozen pancakes not really going to help I mean hurt you but it's also not enough food and it's not good nutrition for yourself so you need to have you need to eat you need to make sure that you eat on a regular schedule and that was what changed things for me that was like total game changer in the past few months is that I ate my I drank my shake and then I had a snack and then I ate my lunch and then I had a snack and then I ate my dinner and then I had my bedtime and you still lost those 15 pounds which is yeah key because most females are so afraid of eating. food yeah they're so afraid of eating you just can't uh, and i tell people all the for time your body you know? I, I mean i tell anybody <clears throat> that ever complains to me or asks or whatever because uh, that you have to eat you have to eat eating you should not be afraid of eating you have to eat the right stuff and the right stuff means 
I feel like people really, I mean, you just need to eat clean. And then people say, what's clean? And it's without a bunch of junk on it. You can say it. You can say the S word. You're a mom, but you're allowed to. Eat basic. And for me, I I enjoy, I like love, I love food. I'm Italian. We love good flavored food. and, And you can flavor your food and make things taste good. But I keep it simple these days just because it's easier. And so... I, we have fish, chicken, like protein, good protein, and vegetables. Like you need to eat those. And so I came home tonight to Nick's house, and uh, <laughs> I, I do have a hotel in Charlotte, but I don't think I'm ever gonna go there. Am I? Am I welcome you, you, tonight? You're, tomorrow? You're, 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 you, if I'm you stay at the hotel, I, yes, yeah. you're adopted. You so, should not stay at the hotel at so all. So I walked into the house at about six forty and uh, opened the door, and uh, this smell. Mm. It, it was, uh, I mean, it smelled like I was, uh, I don't know, like in a five-star restaurant, right? And then Maria told me, yeah, I made something. Is, uh, and she will explain what she made. But let me tell you something. Not only it tasted healthy, but it tasted so good. But I was received. I, it's been a long time since I've been receiving a house with food in there. Uh, and, and and can you explain what you made us? Because it was amazing. <laughs> what was an Indian dish? It was, it was called tandoori. Um, quinoa. So it was um, quinoa. And it was actually, I will say, it was healthy because it did not have, I mean, it had that whole thing had two tablespoons of olive oil, which is not bad for you, obviously. But that's like where the fat's going to come from. And then um, usually in, in those kinds of dishes, I feel like people add a lot of sugar. And, mm-hmm. and I used, um, two teaspoons of coconut sugar that's it so eh? that was it and the whole thing and um the rest of it was spices there's some sweet potato which is a good good thing to have in your diet and chickpeas it's supposed to be a meal in itself um and so it's a vegan meal but um it was and i got the spices (laughs) so everybody nick and nahal's husband joke that we are like that nahal's my other husband or I'm her husband or and she's my wife or whatever but I've talked about her a million times today but she actually she's Indian so she gave me the spices um that go in it and just cilantro and she's my new friend onions garlic everything's better with garlic yes so really it was really it had a lot of stuff in it but it was all like healthy good protein and then I made grilled chicken because you know you need to have a little extra you you gotta have some protein you have well, to. the quinoa has protein. The chickpeas have yeah. protein, but it's a vegan meal. I just always think there's the extra is good. Well, this this brown guy right here, I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, and when she said Indian meal, it's a meal, unique flavor, so I wasn't sure, but <sighs> it had everything that's you know a good complete meal. So tomorrow, tomorrow night's Italian night. Yes, it I is on. I better do cardio tomorrow. That's gonna be great. <laughs> he was looking so forward to Italian night, but he I know. Did, he'd love tonight's dish. I couldn't no, 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 get no, there, no, but I'm gonna make it. That was uh, that was uh, absolutely amazing, and but you know you <clears throat> talking about that meal. Even when you try to be healthy, you can still have fun with the food. Oh, yeah, That's what absolutely. I tell people all the time. Like, if you listen to what she just listed, it's a recipe with quinoa and chicken breast and the sweet potatoes. That's a, it was a fun meal to have as well. Yeah. 
I think I think people are scared of ingredients, and, 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 and I honestly thought, and, and I think if they if they if they literally tasted what we ate tonight, I mean there was no salt added to that. I mean really? I, there was the only thing that had salt was low sodium broth that was the but that couldn't even taste it. Couldn't even taste it. That was like a broth to cook the quinoa in. Um, it, it but insane. that's it. I mean you, I didn't add I didn't add salt. I mean, Nick and I killed that bowl of food. Well, there's fast. so much of it, so you better eat more of it. Uh, it'll be gone. Trust so me. So you have it for lunch or whatever. But we we, pos- you have lunch, we have lunch for tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, we so podcast or die. So they, this came right after. So <laughs> and we literally didn't know how it was going to go because of the weather. And now you see what I'm talking about. And we do. Uh, uh, That's so true. We have to get your buddy on to talk about his event. We'll do it this this week. Yes. Sometime. We have he, to get him. He's probably. We're probably gonna post this, and he's gonna be like, "What the hell just happened?" I know. But you know what? This was uh, we we could have missed this opportunity. I mean, it's like family reunion right here. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean Maria, the Queen Mary, not Maria, <laughs> Queen Mary. But you know, it's so good to be. This is the first time since uh, 002, 003 that Nick and I have been together. That was back in Literally. January. Yeah. And uh, it's been a it's been a ride the last five months. Trying to make this happen every week, multiple episodes. We went on a, God, I think that since 008, we probably podcast like three or four times, so we were going pretty fast, and then things happen, slow it down, and then, uh, you know, we did our last one that was uh, in honor of uh, John Corridor, which, you know, rest in peace, friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And what's weird right now, as as the lights go off, you know, Alexa you just dropped the lights. You know me. what's crazy is because I opened the computer and that's what popped out. And not only that, I am wearing his headset, and uh, I'm the first person after John to wear the head, same headset. You're actually the first person Microphone. since John to sit in that chair. And I feel honored by it. And what's cool is it's like full circle because you open the laptop, that's his that picture right there. Out. Then I'm wearing this, and he was coming down to see me. So it was like, John, this is for you, buddy. You, it, every episode is for John because, I mean, it's got to be for John. I felt it's so bad when John was here because John showed up really late that night. <laughs> yeah, he, oh, he, trust me. I remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was driven, traffic. and you know, I mean, I go to bed. I was, I was wanted to see him because I love John, and I – was upstairs in bed and I said, all right, let me just sneak down and I'll say hi. And I was standing right there in the door and he was, had the headset on and he was reaching over, right? Like you were drink, taking a sip of vodka. I mean, water in his ice <laughs> on, on He's ice. Good. He's good. And, um, and I felt like I didn't want to interrupt cause I, so I didn't, I went, I was like, oh. Have you listened to that episode since? No, I haven't. That was, you, I, oh, yeah. I know, I need to. to. And I like, and so I turned around and went back upstairs. And <clears> and then we were supposed to go out to dinner with him the next night. And I couldn't find a babysitter. Um, my parents weren't available. And so I never saw him again. And I felt, I still feel bad that I, I when Nick called to tell me what happened, I said, I can't believe That's your last I didn't picture. Yeah, yeah. go. I mean, I still have it fresh. I Like, it's in my mind of him. Just mm-hmm. reaching over on the little table, taking a sip. And I thought he saw me and I was waving. So I thought I made eye contact and he didn't. And I was like, oh, I won't bother them. He was a good man. Interrupt. He was a good man and he will he forever live in our hearts. That's for sure. And uh, it, it was an amazing episode. I mean, it's <laughs> a great episode. It was an amazing episode. And uh, the way that he just went through everything about his life. Um, amazing. Honestly, it was like, uh, it, it sounded like a goodbye. Are you are you coming back? Because we're about to sign off. Oh, 
there she comes, Queen there Mary. She, she said, nope. She's sitting right she back was down. getting there some water, so I went to stop her. So Nick, do you want do you want some water? No. Okay. She, she, she'll get she'll get her water. So um, I was gonna I was gonna ask you um, last question is uh, you're on care.com obviously. Um, if there are any busy working moms out there or anybody that wants to uh, uh, get more information about um, your point of view, either from a medical or from the where you sit in life, um, you have a lot of knowledge to give. How can people get a hold of you? Well, care.com is not the best way, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, I think, that's I don't, because I think you have to like... You probably have to join. And yeah. I did that. I did that for um, when I was caring for that, for the for Myla. Now you have but Facebook, right? I do have Facebook. Okay. Yeah, Facebook. I have. <laughs> I have an AOL account. <laughs> wow, that brand new technology, it is right? Brand here. new technology. So Facebook. What's your name on Facebook? So all those moms are listening. Yeah, that, uh, Maria Simone Lacaria. Right. They'll find you there. Especially if you're local and want to go to burn. There you go. There it is. Plug and burn, they're, man. They're really like, <clears throat> you can always try it out for like, I think it's 14 days free or there's always, you know, different specials and things. But I always look for someone new to bring and what's try the, it out. What's the burn website? Do you know? Mm, no. <laughs> burn. No. I don't. Because she just know how to she get there. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Literally, it's it's autopilot. It's autopilot. I uh, really because I turn my car on, and you know how your phone tells you now, yeah, like where you're going, oh, which yeah. really freaks me out. It'll say like, you have 25 you know, minutes to get 10, there. No, it'll be way. like 10 minutes to, and it'll give the address, which I should know, right? Because I see it on my phone all the time, and I still don't know. Well, but while well, you find the website and address and everything, because I do want to give him a good plug. It seems like a very good place for a startup. And you know, we and good. you should ask him if if, uh, if uh, he wants to be on, and we should have oh, him over. Yeah, we should R- have him in the podcast. Yeah, sure. Ryan was would he does a lot of stuff um, on TV um, with mm-hmm. uh, with the news and stuff. He does a ton awesome. of stuff, so he definitely would do it. I think um, he lives uptown. <clears throat> we'll give him some protein. Sure, we'll, we'll go sure visit. We, we will go visit him. I promise we'll you. Go that. down there. So uh, this is the part where we get into charities. Um, any special charities you want to mention? I was looking for you wanted me. I thought I was. Oh, going. go ahead. Here, I'm sorry. I have the address for Burn. There we go. go Bur- Burn Boot Camp Indian yeah. Land. It's yeah, but it still says Fort Mill. You know these parts because we only have one post office in the area. Everything's Fort Mill is the address, but the location is really in. It's right off of um, Johnston Road, which turns into 521. It's 9030 Northfield Drive. But I'm just getting, there's tons of them in the area. So, and everybody is supportive of you going to different ones. But I just know personally that I really like the trainer at ours. So I can't vouch for any of the other ones. I heard they're great, but I've never been there. Um, uh, cookies for Cancer. It's a good one. Um, that's one in the area. Well, I don't. I, it's one that does really does research. I've the other thing that is huge and big in my heart is just Levine Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. and they um, have they've gotten national recognition now. It's growing big. It's the biggest in the area. I think we're the biggest. 
Children's Hospital. Down to Miami, I think. Or yeah, Orlando, no, I Orlando. think Atlanta is. It's. It's it's uh, in the area for sure, and we have uh, several specialties. So there's so many different specialties now, and they're doing crazy things with um, heart transplants and um, heart surgeries that they weren't doing before. And so, so quickly on that, before uh, we we get off topic, uh, you were at the picky before with transplants. What did you do prior to that with Levine's? Or, I mean, after that. I'm sorry. After after the PICU. Yeah, that's what I was I said it earlier. I, I was a bone marrow tra- pediatric bone marrow transplant coordinator. So I coordinated, found donors, um, got families ready for their children to receive bone marrow transplants. And so there's the that's part of the hematology oncology department, the pediatric hematology oncology department there. But that's a, the a really great place for donations because they're constantly doing research um, in so many different areas and transplants in general are close to my heart. I love transplants when I was in the pediatric intensive care, liver, um, kidney. Those were the ones I worked with the most in bone marrow transplants. And um, so if, yeah, Levine Children's Hospital. L-E-V-I-N-E. Yeah. L-C-H is what we... And then uh, that brings us to your uh, your charity. It's been a while since we've done charities because it, we skipped it last time. We did. That was an intense <clears throat> episode, so we kind of skipped it. Um, so, you know, we spoke about children, and uh, just like, you know, with Maria, I uh, spent my time donating to uh, Joe, Joe DiMaggio's Children's Hospital down in Hollywood, Florida. And like I always said in every episode, if you're down in Florida and you love kids, or you don't love kids, but you like to experience what I have experienced, you know, let me know. You know how to find me by now. Um, it's an amazing place because, and a lot of people might ask why children. Well, first of all, I have three amazing kids, right? And I, I, I don't know what I would do if I have to go through anything that Maria explained, like a transplant or anything like that. So uh, you take a look at those kids and it's uh, you see their faces after a transplant or anything. is absolutely amazing. Right. I mean. You, you you think about I mean Anthony our son broke his leg and it's like that tiny little thing that healed in three weeks was like big and tragic in our family and I kept it in perspective because of what what you would I went yeah when I what I know can be but it most families you go through something like that and you can't even like think of the scope of cancer or heart defects or um, different congenital defects. Oh, yeah. Just well, my mother have always told me that no parent should suffer the loss of a kid before yeah. themselves. You know, like, that's the hardest. And uh, I, uh, you know, I experienced that with my ex-wife. Um, she, their kid, Dan, rest in peace, he'll be almost 30 now, I think, yeah. He uh, he was 12 years old. They lived in uh, Hampshire, Illinois, and they lived in an airstrip, private airport, and uh, one night he went out on his... Uh, uh, motorcycle, mini bike, and he was wearing, wearing his helmet, and uh, it was he dark. He was, or he wasn't. He was. He was. And a small plane came to land and didn't see him, and uh, he killed him. I know I'm saying I'm brutal wow. the way that I'm saying, but so he was 12 years old, first boy. So, you know, witnessing that funeral, witnessing the parents being there at that time was, and uh, it, it was he was like my number one fan when I was playing baseball, and it was uh, very tragic. So. 
and that's not even a natural cause. That's an accident, of course. Yeah. But still, you the loss of a child is so big. So, thank you for you know your hospital and Joe DiMaggio's because they deal with this stuff every single day and they put so much into it and uh, it's important to have that so yeah Joe DiMaggio is always you know in my heart and then uh, you know and Nick is probably going to mention this but after this weekend and the hospitality and doing the Murph and listen I know that a lot of people and my friends they've been commenting on my posts and everything and I appreciate everything but it was more personal than most people think doing the Murph and I know that for the people here and everything it was like oh another workout for me I needed to prove it was I when Nick first asked me from the beginning are you really gonna do it or are you just saying it? I'm like I'm just gonna do it but then it became something personal with the last seven weeks in my life so I put all my energy I uh, put my family first yeah, hence my tattoo into that workout and I you know there was times I'm not gonna lie there was times that I said I'm just going to stay in this nice little grass while I finish this push-up. I'm just going to take a little nap. But there was something. There was two things keeping me going, and that was, of course, you know, I had Kate. I have three kids, but that picture of Kate and I was taken the day before, and it was like, it was special because he wanted to take a picture with that at Chuck E. Cheese's. And I have this little rock that he made me that he said that he, said that he decorated himself. We're going to take a picture of that and put it on social media. Yeah, that, we have to. It is my, pretty, my mom kept just like... I know, she kept showing everybody. It was awesome. <laughs> but, you know, it was a, a special moment when he gave me that and said, you know, you rocked that and the other side was Love Kata. You know, I carry that in all my workouts, everywhere that I go. It's always with me. And, you know, I talked to him in the morning. He's like, Dad, when you're doing your workout. So for him to know it, you know, it was pretty cool. But also, you know, having Nick next to me and you know we went through this and it's it's kind of funny before I'm not going to get long winded but national sales meeting we're doing the, all these competitions and Nick and I were in the same group and I know it was something very very dumb for most people but we had all these events and one of them that we pair up together was those back to back squats right mm -hmm. and it's funny because you would never think that two bigger guys can beat anybody else I mean there was people that were paired up with like smaller people and Nick and I ended up winning that event and, but he taught me so much about why Nick and I are friends and brothers because his determination to succeed, but also, like, don't give up on me. It's, like, good inspiration. So yesterday, even though that it, there wasn't that many of us, it, was, it, it just felt right to be here. You know, I miss my family. Trust me. At one point, I was looking back. I was sitting back drinking a beverage, and uh, I look at the kids and everything. I'm like, man, it would have been awesome. I actually texted my wife before I went to bed last night. I'm like, you know, everything was great today. But it would have been absolutely perfect if you guys would have been here. And uh, But when Nick and I went through that experience, I'm like, you know, this is the kind of stuff that changes your life. Even if it's a small moment, I'm like, this guy and I will be brothers forever. Like, there's not even a doubt because we can do this. And yesterday was moments that I was like, what the hell do I do here? Do I just throw up now or I just wait for later? Mm -hmm. And I see him continue to do that. I'm like, you know, it, he motivated me. So, of course, I appreciate that. So, with that being said, you know, that Red Circle Foundation, you always mention anything for the military moving forward for me. It's always been very close to my heart just because my father was in the military for years. My grandfather <laughs> was in the military for years. And I wanted to be a Navy SEAL. And my mother told me, no, you're not going to do it after I really wanted to do it. Go play baseball, which now I'm like, all right, she was right. She was, that, that's cool. But, you know, I think that what we did yesterday means so much. You know, all the people, think about it. We've been having a lot of fun the last few days, mm -hmm. and we owe that not only to God, of course, but 
to the military, all those men and women serving, that's the only reason we can do this podcast and have Queen Mary right here and enjoy our water and extend <laughs> and rivulets and, and, and eat the bear, you know, because people like Nick that serve and everybody who has served. So that was uh, very special. Then uh, last but not least, I always mention this, not a charity uh, to mention, but, you know, if you're having issues, you know, we've been talking about, you know, we talked in the past about depression and suicide. Mm -hmm. Very, very important that we talk to each other. You know, um, it, it is a, it is a, it is a, it is very deadly and people go through it all the time. And I think that whoever's going through us needs to get help. But most importantly, I think that you should talk to each other. You know, a lot of people want to make fun of each other or like, ah, oh, you're going to be fine, but be a good listener and be a good talker too. If you have having issues, talk about it, be an open book about it. Don't be ashamed because that person next to you could be going through the same thing. They just don't want to tell you so. Very, very important. So any charity that you find that it's about depression or anti-suicide, please, because, you know, we've lost a lot of people. I know I lost two people last year mm -hmm. uh, committing suicide, and, you know, it's not a good thing. So with that, Nick, uh, why don't you uh, tell us about you and uh, close us out, man, in this beautiful, beautiful night in South Carolina. Beautiful night in, in the South, studio. In South live. In, live. Live in, in the, the studio. studio. First time. Obviously, I uh, have to give props to the Michael Murphy Scholarship Foundation. Uh, if, uh, if it wasn't for uh, the, the team and, and Michael doing what they did, uh, a, a lot of people will you know, complain about our military involvement overseas, but uh, there's, we still lost uh, brethren and family members. Uh, we donate to the Michael Murphy Foundation through uh, the Michael Murphy Scholarship Foundation with the annual Murph that we do. This was technically our our fourth uh, organized event. It will be our fifth total. Uh, next year will be our official fifth, so hopefully we'll have a big turnout for that. We may, we'll, we'll hopefully podcast from that uh, live next year. Uh, any donations that we do through, uh, what I do with the MRF has been through the Red Circle Foundation, which is a quick reaction force of funds to special operations, militaries, families, uh, anybody that's lost, lost a, uh, loved one in combat and we, and they try to take care of it, their families. Uh, most of the times when somebody in that position dies, it's usually a male member and uh, they're the primary breadwinner and uh, trying to take care of a military family that's making $38,000 a year is very, very tough. And uh, you have to make sure that those kids and the wife and the rest of the family are taken care of. Uh, that also coming up, uh, hopefully we're going to have another event coming on uh, 9-12 for Glenn, the Glendor Hoodie uh, Foundation, GD 9-12. We also raise money for them. Uh, most important thing is if you guys feel that you want to donate to any charity, uh, shoot us a, a text, an email. It's at Javi and Nick on Twitter, uh, Facebook, The Supplemented Life. Uh, Instagram, uh, Javi's got his, I've got mine, and then you can obviously go to our website is the supplementindustryinsider.com. Feel free to share with us any information that you want to. We'll pass it along. Most important thing is uh, take care of each other and uh, love each other and because uh, you never know when it's going to end. Hey, and by the way, uh, we still have shirts, man. You still have shirts, so whoever wants to purchase some shirts. We're going to put, yep, we still have shirts left. Uh, Every single penny gets donated back to the Red Circle Foundation. 
So we have, I'll put that link back up. I'll blast that out with some images from uh, this year's Murph. Hopefully, we got a $50 <coughs> donation today. Shout out to the $50 donation. Uh, literally, money does change people's lives. And any little bit counts. And it all goes to good use. And we'll prove to you that it goes to good use. Yes, sir. On that note, anybody got anything left to say? Thanks, Thanks for, for having Mary. me. Thanks for being here. Thanks for pulling up. Love you both. Love you, buddy. Peace. This has been episode 039 of the Supplement Industry Insider. Signing off. See you.